enchanté. Welcome back, everyone, to another Two Titans podcast. I'm your co-host, Connor, and with me is a man who has reached his full communist potential. It's Neil. So, oh, what's that? What's that communist manifesto song? Um, <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know. All I know is that I'm sure part of the lyric is that they hate apple pie or yes. whatever it is. <laughs> Just like me. It has come full circle, everybody. If you hadn't heard, the Washington football team is called the Washington Commanders. And as a shortened version of that, everybody wants to call themselves the cam- the commies. So it is official. We are the people's team. <laughs> the people's team. Yeah, which is uh, as as Varsity just made the joke right before we started recording. Uh, pretty pretty on brand for a rivalry against America's team. Yep. Wait, do you say Varsity's with us today? <gasps> He's back. He's back. What's up, Varsity? I have returned. <laughs> And we are glad for it. Yes, we can't wait because there are some big issues we need to discuss with him. But first, we got to talk more Commander's news. What? So, yes, it was revealed that that the Washington football team changed its name to the Washington Commanders. Um, It was not so uh, secret at all. Uh, We kind of knew officially like a month ago, I feel like, with all the leaks going on. Um, but a lot of people are still holding out hope that, hey, this is going to be a misdirect. Um, this is going to be, this is going to be a misdirect. Uh, they told us it wasn't going to be Red Wolves, but maybe it'll be something else besides Commanders. Because how could it be Commanders? That's what's Yeah, terrifying. you mean the worst option? The one that um, Chase, Chase Young himself, the, the, the chosen one, has said he gave it an F when they released, like, the finalists last year. Yeah, that one. That's the one they chose, the Commanders. How? Um, How could they choose that one? Somehow, some way. Now, even I think it was crazy because the night before there was a, a news helicopter going over the stadium and they zoomed in on the windows and they saw the com- commander's uh, banners being hung up. Yep. And yep. even then I saw people on Twitter holding out hope that this was a uh, switcheroo uh a misdirect. <laughs> See, I, that's when it was confirmed for me. When I was seeing like, because you were you were sharing leaks of like T-shirts in the shop or whatever. Like there was there was some other leaks that had come out. And I was like, I think this is a I think this is a fake. I think maybe this is actually a ploy. You know, whatever, yeah. right? And then as soon as it was as soon as it was the helicopter footage, like super zoomed in inside the stadium, I was like, ah, it's over. It's, it's over. commanders. It's over. And man, it's just. It's the, the name is just so uninspiring, but I will have to say, man, I feel like we've been over all of what we could say about the name before. I'm just glad the Band-Aid's ripped off and we can move on. <laughs> I'm going to buy Commander's gear probably right before the season starts, so let's just let's just get over with it. But let's just get I, it going. I do want to say the jerseys. We've got to talk jerseys, and I'm curious on what your guys' opinion on the jerseys are. Uh-huh. Connor, you want to go? JV, Jesus Christ, do you want to go first? <laughs> sure let me i want to pull them up just to uh yep. refresh my memory on what they look i know they have like a nice um have, you know the classic burgundy and gold or whatever and they've got the they look like uh, central got, michigan's uniforms oh, there i said it <laughs> they actually kind of <laughs> do I said it. <laughs> they actually kind of do 
and they've got the white ones and then they've got these interesting black ones now see here's the thing is uh i actually really like the the home ones though i, I believe the white ones uh, mostly because white i like the helmet away, a lot but yeah what's that white ones are away oh they're away sorry it's the opposite for baseball my bad yep. anyway the wagers are actually pretty nice and i like i think the helmet actually is, the, is what does it for me kind of seals it i really like to look at the helmet now the black ones had so much potential, but the helmet is what is what makes it really bad. Listen, okay, I agree. I like the black ones except for the big. It's not even that big actually, but the W on the front of the helmet. That yeah, look great. and the number on the side. I don't mind the number. I mean, it kind of looks a little old school. It's it's eh. It just yeah, that's it. Is it's very meh. And to me, what it looks like is it looks like an old school like race car helmet. I'm just like, why is the number on the side? Like, could it, yeah. you could have made it so much cooler than that? Yeah. Especially now that you're like officially military themed, there's there's so much potential here, and they kind of squandered it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I guess all in all, I would give the if I had to give all, the overall jersey rating, it's like a C plus B minus for me. I have to say, uh, I like the black ones the most i think besides the helmet um i love that there's the dc flag patch i think that's awesome true yeah the thing is the one the white ones i there's there i feel like there was potential here but they kind of look like like a bad falcons or cardinals jersey and i and that is not an original <laughs> thought that's what everybody's saying on twitter so yeah. um i don't know it just it doesn't look like the original burgundy even though the team president J uh, jason wright said that that is the right the same burgundy on the on the other jersey i don't it doesn't really look like it maybe that's it does look a little different the whites in the middle of it but i don't know yeah. so the white had potential i liked that they went for it but i think it was a bit of a miss there but besides that i think Listen, we're, I feel like we're going to talk about this a lot. As far as what you could do with the name Commanders, I think they're they're pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, I you know honestly, I agree with you. I think I think the black jerseys are my favorite, and I think like I said, the white jerseys. The only reason I really like them is because I actually like the helm. Is I, I like the helmet. Yeah. Um, I think if you took literally if you took the helmet on the white jerseys or just the other jerseys, this is the same helmet for the other jerseys. Yeah. If you just took that helmet and slapped black on it, it would look so good. Yeah, yeah, it would look good. But uh, Varsity, what are your thoughts on the jerseys besides it's Central Michigan? Well, that and that it looks like the white jersey especially reminds me of uh, when we would play like Madden, um, what was <laughs> yes. it, Madden like 25, and you'd relocate your team to some foreign city, <laughs> and the white uniform looks like every single way one for like the pioneers and the, yeah, so generic. It looks name. like every single one. Yes, that is that is dead on. Honestly, I'm also a big fan of the W in the front of the uh, the alternate jersey because it is it, the, their first loss. It's going to be photoshopped into an L, and I'm really going to enjoy those names. <laughs> uh, Love man. that. I also, you know, I, just... that, I was going to say, as for the numbers on the side of the head, it's because I, I think it's because they're trying to take inspiration for what they wanted to be called the Burgundy Tide because of all the Alabama players on defense. So they just said, you know, Alabama <laughs> looks good. I'll just yeah, we'll throw a different color. Oh, you mean Jonathan Allen with the giant Alabama tattoo on his bicep in this picture? Weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah that's it. The Burgundy uh... Tide threatened and, and made Alabama sue you. Because, you know, Dan <laughs> lives for lawsuits. Yeah, no <laughs> You know what I also just realized too is I really don't like the the wording on here or whatever because like I don't know just now that I'm looking at it, the numbers on the front really throw it off with like and then you've got like the tiny little Washington over the white ones and then you've got the tiny little commanders on like the left shoulder of yeah. the black ones 
And then even the burgundy ones, I mean, it, the Commanders is a little bit bigger, but I'm like, it just, it looks weird. It looks a little off, but I'm glad they did a black alternate. We've been we've been wanting one for years, uh, and so that was pretty cool. And the, the leak emblem that came out, uh, the sort of the badge that came out, a lot of people were thinking that was going to be the new logo, and that would have been atrocious. And now that it's not the logo and it's just like an alternate, I actually, <laughs> I actually like it um that it's not the first one like the the commanders 1932 um and then it doesn't say the people's team on the bottom which makes it better too which that had it in the leak but man can we talk about how they squandered this so bad like they literally gave nbc washington an unblurred like video uh and then and then that leaked and so we knew like a month ago what it what it is we saw a lot of this stuff they also broke some of the people uh, the investigating going on. It was crazy. They were like, look at this reflection in the window. Look at the logo in the window. Yep. You can see it yep. there. And man, it's just, they really blundered it, which I don't know why I thought they wouldn't, but um, man, here we are. We're the commanders, we're the commies. And if it couldn't get any worse than that, the day after this was announced, uh, Dan Snyder had his congressional meeting. Uh, oh boy oh boy is right um so yeah he had um the congressional meeting there and it was really interesting too because they they kept wanting you know they're calling a lot of the the congress people interviewing them they were calling the nfl and insider to release the uh findings from the internal report that the nfl had into the washington football team's misconduct um the, the one that's being alleged by six former employees um and it's weird because um apparently the nfl came out or or reports are coming out now that are saying that the report might not be able to be released without dan snyder's permission and if that is the case then that is never going to be released um yeah i mean didn't he didn't he already basically say like i'm sorry to all the victims but i didn't do anything (laughs) we do have a quote from him after his testimony Uh, I can read it here, which is pretty interesting. It's a little long, so bear with us. But uh, Snyder says, quote, I have acknowledged and apologized multiple times in the past for the misconduct which took place at the team and the harm suffered by some of our valued employees. I apologize again today for this conduct and fully support the people who have been victimized and have come forward to tell their stories. In response to learning about incidents like these in 2020, the team on its own undertook uh, to revamp its policies, procedures, and personnel. Real change has been made, and employees of the team have confirmed the vast improvement in team culture over the past 18 months. While, while past conduct at the team was unacceptable, the allegations leveled against me personally in today's roundtable, many of which, well over 13 years old, are outright lies. I unequivocally deny having participated <laughs> in such conduct at any time with respect to any person. Tanya, is it Tanya or Tanya? I think it's Tanya. Tanya and I will be Tanya. Tanya, Tanya. Tanya and I will be distracted by those with a contrary agenda by continuing with the positive personnel, cultural changes that have been made at the team over the past eighteen months, and those that we continue to make both on and off the field. Really interesting quote here. As there's a as there's a drive deep in the left field by Castellanos, and I'll be <laughs> that's all that was missing from there. So yeah, gotta, gotta yeah. Honestly, there. that'll make that a four zero ball game. <laughs> Uh, it's really interesting because he pretty much contradicts himself right at the end there. <laughs> like he, he says, I am so with the victims. Oh no, that is terrible. But I have no wrongdoing here. 
which is really interesting for an owner to say. You admit to your team had a horrible, um, uh, horrible, uh, uh, yes, a horrible work environment, horrible culture there. Uh, you admit to that in the first half and and apologize to the victims there and and the whole team going on, and then say I have nothing to do with it though. I'm I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way that it was a top-down issue. That yeah. never happens. Yeah, exactly. So, man, this is another uh, another thing going on. And we were talking <clears> about <throat> a pre-show. The Washington football team, the next step is to get a new stadium. They need one. The FedEx field is old. It's pouring sewage on people. It's letting fans fall into uh, uh, fall over into the laps of quarterbacks walking by them. Um, it's Taking just, ACLs left and right. It takes – it is – T- yes, it it has trophies of ACLs. Um, my favorite, my favorite uh, image I saw recently was how it's always on the same side of the field as well. Yeah, it's almost it's very like, similar spots over and over again. Yeah, it's like the same part of the field all the time, and it was the same uh, end of the field where Desh- where uh, I said Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts was going through the tunnel. That's where that tunnel is too, is that same side oh, of the field. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that's kind of the next focus is a new stadium. But the problem there is um, they DC, it's hard to get a, a stadium in DC because you have to go through con- Congress for that. Um, it's also like people don't really want to touch this team right now, frankly, because of this investigation going on. Oh, that's weird. So that is very weird. So a lot of people... That being said, the mayor of D.C. has come out after the name change came out and said uh, they're open to discussing it. And if if we were able to get a, a, the, the 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 commanders, geez, I don't even know what to call them anymore. The commanders <laughs> back to D.C. Comrades. I, the comrades. Our the commies. Team in Washington. Our team. <laughs> the, the red tide, right? Um, Burgundy tide. Burgundy tide. Excuse me. Whew. Uh, if we were to get them back to playing in DC, I think it'd be awesome. We have all the other major sports in DC. Like, I don't know. It would be awesome for the, for the city there, but I feel like that is kind of a long shot. They'll probably just continue to push farther and farther away from DC really. Cause Landover, Maryland is, is not the best location, but, but it's hard to find good locations there. So they'll probably just keep going into, uh, into, I feel like eventually we might just be playing in West Virginia. I mean, honestly, (laughs) <clears throat> but um yeah any uh, any other thoughts on the washington football team name dan snyder guys anything like that um no no go ahead Marcy. Oh, okay uh, i said for a split second you may you 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 helped uh you take the tire fire uh focus away from miami but uh no, we, we went <laughs> <off yourself>. well <laughs> speaking really, of miami really do you wanna do you wanna tell do you want to tell us what's going on down there or what was going on? Uh, we're a tire fire. Steven Ross is an idiot. Um, uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> so um, we, had, we had never talked about this. We were actually literally waiting for Varsity to come on. Plus, we missed a few weeks here and there. So we never talked that Brian Flores got fired from Miami. Um, I'm sure most of you already know that. But now Brian Flores is actually suing the NFL along with the, was it the Dolphins, Broncos, and Giants, right? He named I didn't hear about Broncos. I just knew Dolphins and Giants. Yeah, he he's he's mm-hmm. suing the Broncos too. Yeah, nice. He, he named them nice. specifically, but all the other teams are are kind of he's he's suing the NFL. Yeah, and and he's saying it's because of the uh, the the firing he had here was uh, was misguided. He's also saying that um, the interviews he had for the new head coaching positions were 
um, uh, pretty much shams from the start because they were just yeah. trying to fulfill the Rodney rule, which is the rule in the NFL where you have to give uh, uh, interviews to minority want? coaches. You have to, and so uh, he was saying that the Broncos and the Giants gave him the interviews. The Giants specifically after they had already filled the position, so they were just filling a quota there. And then the Broncos, he felt like they weren't even taking anything seriously. They showed up hungover, all this stuff. And so, uh, yeah, they, it seemed like they were just filling a quota there as well, along with a lot of allegations to the owner of uh, the Dolphins, which, Connor, do you want to take over that? Oh, here, I'll give you the, I'll give you the, 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 the Giants one first, since okay. you know, we're going to wrap all the tire fires in one let's nice bundle. Let's do it. Um, so the Giants one was – uh, Flores had gotten a allegedly got a text from Bill Belichick saying, uh, and I'm quoting the text message. Sounds like you have landed. You've landed. Congrats. And then Flores says, "Did you hear something? I didn't." No response. Giants. And then Flores then responds, "I don't interview until Thursday. I think I have a shot at it." He says, um, "Bill Belichick and responds, I hear from Buffalo and New York that you're the guy. Hope it works out for you. Uh, I, I like you wanted to." He says like that, and Flores goes back and says, "Yeah." definitely want thanks i hope you're right coach thank thank you and then then flores kind of makes this realization like coach are you talking to brian flores or brian dabble just to make sure (laughs) then we have uh we have uh bill belichick responding uh this allegedly bill belichick i should say sorry i fucked this up i double checked and misread the text i think they're naming dabble sorry for that b uh bb so bill belichick and then flores says thanks bill so, yeah, That's he rough. was uh, essentially told before his interview that, yeah, you don't really got a shot. They're going with that. Well, they're just bringing you in for a uh, to check a box. Now for Mr. Steven Ross, the wonderful embarrassment that leads the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he was uh, – Flores is alleging that uh, Ross pulled him aside during his first year, said, I'll pay you $100,000 per game that you lose. Flores was uncomfortable with this, did not like this. He said it, it, it soured their relationship early. Um, and then things just got worse from there. Which I have to say, can I interject real quick? Oh, go for it. Which he obviously proved on the field because, what, back-to-back winning seasons, right? Like, Yeah. And so everybody was, everybody <laughs> was curious why he got fired after that. The, the yeah. first time the Dolphins have had back-to-back winning seasons in you know, over 20 years. You know, no big deal. No big and then deal. they fired the coach because yes, they fired him. Yeah. So yes, and then they and then they put out into the cycle into the media cycle that oh he just he can't work with people. He was beefing with Tua, which I have no idea at this point what that is true or not. But the the narrative was that he was he was difficult to work with, and he just was he's not a people person and. All this stuff. Now there are valid criticisms of Brian Flores that he can't have it. He has not kept an offensive staff, so there's those are valid criticisms. But like a lot of this other stuff is, is is ridiculous. But uh, Flores will further elaborate on Stephen Ross asking him to tank in 2019. Uh, the co- quote that was the conversation, not doing much as we needed to do to win football games. Uh, he said that Ross said, "quote Take a flight, go on vacations. I'll give you 100k per loss." Those are his exact words, quoted Flores. Um, but he is suing. He's suing the NFL on racial discrimination basis. Uh, it is a class action um, lawsuit, so other coaches, coordinators are open to um, to joining. And Hugh uh, Jackson, the, uh, Hugh Jackson alleged yeah. that um, the Browns paid him to tank. Which, uh, from what I've seen from Browns Twitter, is like, well, it's Hugh Jackson's word. Uh, I can't, we can't really trust that. 
To which I would say back, well, it's Jimmy Haslam's word on the other side, a guy who is who is literally indicted on federal uh, fraud charges. So, I mean, <laughs> who are you going to believe? Yeah. It's, it's a real toss-up. And real then hearsay, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah, I believe there was also a former um, Lions defensive coordinator who says he had gotten an interview just to fill a quota. So there are probably going to be some more coaches that hop onto this. Mm-hmm. And initially the NFL said, no, we're not going to investigate it. And then Brian Flores went on a media tour of CNN, ESPN, CBS – and uh, all of a sudden, the NFL's looking into it. They're, well, it was, it was really interesting, too, because the NFL released a statement it was a couple hours after this news came out that was saying mm-hmm. his, his allegations have no merit and stuff. And yeah. it's like, how do you and know then, two hours after you exactly. found out? Exactly. And then he goes on a media mm. tour, and all of a sudden, the word throwing games gets thrown around, and the NFL suddenly is like, oh, we, we, we most certainly will look into this. <laughs> yeah, they don't really care about the racial discrimination. No, 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 no. care about the throwing game. But you mess up the if you what? mess up the gamb- if you mess up the gambling contracts, then that yeah, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like Roger Goodell. That's a, that's super weird. <laughs> but well, and strange. But I was just something else that I saw that was really interesting and a really great point. Um, I can't remember who it was. I really wish I could remember so you everyone could go look him up on Twitter. I, we retweeted it on on our account. So go to the two tight ends account, look for the retweet. Um, but he essentially broke down how like black NFL head coaches have to do twice the amount of work for half the praise as white coaches. That was like the gist of his, his like two and a half minute little clip that I, I saw. But I mean, he brought up an Reese, amazing point. It was that, Reese Waters. It was Reese Waters. Thank you. That's who it was. Yes. Yeah. And he brought up the point that like Mike Tomlin has done this for years that like it, it, people call for Mike Tomlin's head all the time when they like, not all the time, but like if they haven't made the playoffs, or whatever, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you people talking about? Oh, yeah, Mike Tomlin. If the Steelers had a losing season this year, Mike Tomlin would absolutely be on the hot, would be discussed as on the hot seat. Yeah, it, definitely. It happened all the time with Tony Dungy back in the day. Like, it happened. Yeah, really exactly. The but then you have but then you have people like Adam Gase and Bill O'Brien that sit there and destroy a team from the inside and no one bats an eye. It's insane. It, I saw the, the meme going around, too, where, where people yes, were saying, yeah. like, he uh, – Brian Flores gets a hundred k to uh, lose games. Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson gets fifty uh, k, and then Adam Gase is like, "You guys getting paid to lose? Are you guys getting paid for this?" Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. No, no, but your your point stands, or the the point that like Reese uh, Waters was saying, it stands yes. like the, this has been going on for a while, and Brian Flores has essentially con Kaepernicked himself. In the yeah, fact that he's, he's, is he ever going to get hired again from the NFL? No way. I mean, he got an interview. He has an interview with the Texans. He had an interview with the Texans. He had an interview with the Saints. Mm-hmm. The only one I think realistically he could go to the Texans, and that's because the Texans could be like, "Oh God, oh God, we could keep Deshaun." Because yeah, him and Deshaun are apparently close, which I don't think you want to do that at this point. Because I I'm of the belief that Deshaun Watson is probably going to be done with football for another year uh, because of that lovely commissioner exempt list. Uh, but that's just my opinion on that. That's a story yeah. for a different day. Well, but. and it seemed like Deshaun, I mean, not like outside of the legal issues with Deshaun, it also seemed like he was done with the Texans as a organization as a whole, not just with Bill O'Brien. I mean, obviously it was it was Bill that I'm sure fueled the the fire, the burning fire within to get out of Houston. But I I'm sure it was the organization as a whole that Deshaun was just over with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, so but the Dolphins are a tire fire right now, and I I don't understand their coaching search now too, where it's like, oh, 
Um, well, Jim Harbaugh might want to leave Michigan, but our owner, who is one of the biggest, do- well, he's one of the biggest donors to the University of Michigan, is like, I'm not going to be the one to take Jim Harbaugh away from the University of Michigan. I'm like, dude, sell the fucking team then. If you're not committed <laughs> to your own team, go spend your millions and millions of dollars supporting the University of Michigan. More power to you if you want to do that. But you're not going to put your professional football team, which is actually making you money, <laughs> yeah. ahead of your alma mater. Get the hell out of here! Sell the team and go and go play and go play with Harbaugh in Ann Arbor for the rest of your life. That's Give me a break. Awesome, so yeah, now that's 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 pretty wild to have like a a conflict of interest there with just because I went to this school and I donate lots of money to him. Like that's that's ridiculous. But that's the other part part of it too. Is like, oh well, I would not take Jim away. Like you don't have the money to go find another coach. Like you don't have the money to dangle in front of like I don't know. Maybe you were going to dangle in front of a Davo Sweeney, like anybody. Like, there's right. nobody else in the country you want to dangle that much money in front of to make Michigan better. Because if we're being honest, Jim Harbaugh's had one great year at Michigan, and it was this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because you beat Ohio find, State, right? Just yeah, only, <laughs> only because of that reason. You can't you can't find anyone else to go ten and three and maybe win a bowl game. Like, nobody else in the country can do that. No one, really, nobody. With the infinite amount of money you were printing, <clears throat> okay, bud, whatever. All right, but, but but varsity. Their coaching staff is a mess. Varsity, do you do you think that uh, Brian Brian Flores is going to be able to coach again in the NFL? If the lawsuit goes through, absolutely not. Unless uh, again, unless unless Texans or the Saints hire him right now. If mm-hmm. they don't do it, he's done. He uh, might he might he might get lucky in that you know Bill Belichick. If he sticks around, needs a defensive coordinator, might bring him back. But outside of like a direct friend of his bringing him on, I don't see it. He's he's effectively blackballed himself. Yeah, which okay. is why I'm I'm interested if like if Hugh Jackson joins it, if these other black coaches that have been canned after one year that are kind of just treading water, like they're not gonna get they're probably not going to work back to the NFL anyway. If they join into him, that could be. I think he could be a real vehicle for change. But I don't think barring barring his lawsuit going exactly how he wants it to as in oh yeah the nfl we do find you guilty of racial uh discrimination when it comes to hiring minority candidates oh nfl um we did find that the dolphins prioritized tanking which if we're being if we're being completely honest and transparent there are definitely other teams that have done this too oh, I, sure. I i just the, the, the hugh jackson browns are not a, a, an, an outlier i think in terms of tanking Listen, if ba- if Bounty Gate was a thing, then there's definitely yeah. There, it, <laughs> oh Bounty yeah, Gate, Bounty Gate, y'all, I think Bounty Gate. Everyone kind of acknowledges, like, yeah, this happens in the NFL. It's just that <clears throat> the Saints were stupid enough to get caught. Just kind of how like Deflate Gate, Deflate Gate, or uh, Spy Gate, not Deflate Gate. Deflate Gate was stupid in its own right, but Spy Gate. <laughs> oh, teams did this in the NFL all the time, but the Patriots were stupid enough to get caught. No, it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's of, the same thing across all sports. That's what happened with. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's what happened with the Astros and cheating in the in the the World yeah. Series. I mean, it was just because they were stupid enough to go further exactly. than everyone else and set up mm-hmm. a legit camera in center field. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it's not about it's not about they'll, they'll prop it up as integrity of the game. What it is is, uh, well, if games can be rigged that easily, we can screw up the gambling aspect. And if you screw up a gambling aspect, that's federal. So yep. you don't yep. want that on your league. Um, so. But. Barring everything breaking Flores' way, as in like, oh yeah, the Dolphins did pay him to tank, which I, 
out of all out of all the allegations, I think that one in particular is the most likely for him to win on because according to other Dolphins beat reporters, there are other sources who witness Ross saying allegedly saying these things. So it's not like it's just it's not like it's just Flores saying these things out of the blue. There are other sources that came forward that yeah, no, we saw him say this. Love it. Um, so if, if that's the case, if he is able to pr- get the get the racial discrimination aspect proven, and he is able to say, um, Dolphins paid me to try to lose games, and I said no, um, and that would immediately result in that would immediately result in uh, Ross being forced to sell the team because the NFL will not deal with that headache of mm-hmm. the the gambling repercussions alone would be too much. But it's um, crazy that the he, Dolphins potentially could or the NFL could potentially. Um, force the Dolphins to sell the team before they force um, yeah the uh, Dan Snyder to Dan. sell the team yeah exactly because <laughs> ultimately Dan isn't affecting the bottom line of the whole league right if uh, you have a if you have an owner that has paid to lose he's affecting the bottom line of the league because the NFL is partnered with DraftKings the NFL is partnered with FanDuel oh the local the local sports book of of the Denver Broncos the local sports book of the Vegas Raiders like. You are affecting the bottom line because that gambling money is huge. And that gambling money is a big reason why the TV money keeps on streaming in. So he, Ross would be affecting the bottom line. Dan Snyder, sure, you were good if you kept if you kept the old name. Uh, nobody's you would lose nobody's watching the, the Commanders anyway. So, <laughs> so, but but no, I, I think the only way Flores uh, is able to come back into the league is if every part of that lawsuit hits on the money because. If it if if it does on the money hit like oh yeah the Ross stuff he's forced to sell the team and the NFL has found yeah you have been you have been racially discriminated you need to fix this right now and you need to pay him damages and I think there's a chance because if he goes back and tries to get back into coaching and he gets blackballed like Kaepernick did he could fire he could like Kaepernick and Reed did he could fire up another lawsuit saying hey they're they're colluding. They're, they're violating antitrust laws, and he could get another fat payout from the NFL because the NFL will probably sell it. But I, I think this case in particular, I think I'd be shocked if it goes to an actual trial. I think the NFL, oh, the the NFL, NFL will does not want that. more than likely settle. They don't want that. The NFL wants to – the reason why the NFL always does these independent league investigations because they don't want anyone rubbing their nose into into the league's business dealings. Like they don't want them to know the inner workings of the exactly. league. If, they, if the NFL had it, there, I think it was I think it was Pro Football Talk tweeted something along these lines. Like if the NFL had it their way, this would be settled in. Brian Flores would come to Roger Goodell personally. The Dolphins would come to Roger Goodell, and Brian Flores would say his piece, and the Dolphins would say their piece, and then Roger Goodell would say, "Yeah, that's nice, but I don't believe you, Brian Flores." And then boom, done. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I would uh... be shocked. I would be shocked if this goes to trial. If this ends up going to a trial, holy shit! If it ends up seeing trial through fruition, holy shit! It'll probably end up going and being settled because the NFL doesn't, in some agreement where the NFL does not have to reveal a lot of its findings, right? Unless of right. course they get dragged into a congressional hearing, right? Yeah, then they wouldn't. Then they wouldn't have a choice. I think they would I, have to. They, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think you hit the nail on the the head there. I think this this trial and Brian Flores could bring could bring some change. Now, I think mm-hmm. that would require a lot of the other people that we mentioned and and more like black coaches. Coming out of the coming out and uh, supporting him and getting onto the lawsuit. Now, are they going to be willing to do that to blackball themselves there potentially? Like that's going to be the uh, a big thing there. So that and that's the thing. That's the thing too. Like if you're the way I because Marvin Lewis did an interview. He's at Arizona State right now. I don't know what his role is on that staff, but he did an interview saying, "Yeah, this stuff happened to me. Similar stuff in 2003 where I got 
sham interviews for different different jobs. So if you see a bunch of older African-American coaches or older minority coaches who are already out of the game or they're back in college or doing whatever, um, I could see them tagging along because what does Marvin Lowe's have to lose? He's He had a, a very nice NFL career yeah. for yeah. damn near 20 years. And yep. he's still he's still doing whatever role he's doing at Arizona State. He can get whatever college job he wants. He doesn't care. He's 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 done. He's done his piece. He's left his mark on the league. Or and you know he doesn't he doesn't need to get back into the game. Or if you're a if you're a Hugh Jackson type where you're not getting back to the NFL, you're just he's probably done. Period. Right. Like right. It'd, be, it'd be it'd be shocking if he gets brought back up. Why not? Why not tag along? You could get you could get some damages. You can make a little bit of money if, if you're if you're really just going to do it for the selfish reasons. Yeah, you could make you get a, you get a cut of a settlement. There you go. Or the coaches or those or those coaches who were fired on one year gigs, like the the uh, Steve, the Cardinals coach who was there for one year during Josh Rosen, and they fired him immediately. Like he could hop on because I don't think he's on any NFL radars right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? I mean, there's not for some of the guys. There's nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, for guys like if you're looking at the league and you see i think shit would really hit the fan if you see brian leftwich and eric Bieniemy, a raheem <laughs> morris if these guys with current jobs actually doing well if for these themselves, guys yeah. who have current yeah who have current jobs and who are actively trying to get head coaching gigs but year after year we're wondering why is Bieniemy not getting interviews like leftwich actually broke through and got an interview good for him raheem morris who Yes, he did okay in Tampa on, on his first head coaching stint, but nothing to write home about. But, I mean, if they are, who are now in contention, um, who's the other one? The Arizona Cardinals, uh, Todd Bowles. If Todd Bowles is now – because Todd Bowles is still in the NFL circles. If they start getting on it, that's when things could get really serious because you can blackball a Brian Flores because he's fired right now. Why not? You can, you can get rid of him. You can blackball Hugh Jackson because you can already have a football argument – but you can't go in and all of a sudden fire Eric Bieniemy, and all of a sudden, especially right after he joins, joins a lawsuit about racial discrimination, and then yeah, all of a sudden you, you can't, fire you him. can't, yeah, <laughs> or you can't let, or like uh, another example, they were saying someone who might join was the uh, 49ers tight end coach was let go on, I believe it was Tuesday, um, because of a pay disagreement or something along those lines. And they said if he, he could join in too, I mean, he just got let go. Maybe he's, you know, he might be still a commodity out there, but I mean, the, the, essentially, what the crux of like a lot of the arguments is, if you can get more people on this, it's harder to blackball everybody. Yep. If you get someone who is currently in a position where it's like, hey, why doesn't Eric Bieniemy get a get a head coaching gig? He has, he has that Kansas City offense humming. Why isn't Raheem Morris get, getting a, getting an interview? He you know he's doing well with the defensive side of things. Like, if those current guys hop on, then you could then you could see the NFL being more pressured to be at least change their uh, hiring rules. But uh, barring that, I think Flores is going to get blackballed from the league. I think they'll probably settle this case. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. And well, I mean, we're going to follow this this case. Very interesting. I think this has a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts and a lot of uh, repercussions potentially. We'll see. But um, no, I think man, it's... after after hearing all of this between both y'all's teams, I'm just happy my team just needs a quarterback at this point. <laughs> That's our oh, biggest issue. Stop, our biggest issue is we need a quarterback. Your, your head coach is on the hot seat. 
Christian McCaffrey's apparent is rumored to be on the trade block. Don't act like your team's so perfect. <laughs> I'm not saying my team is perfect. My team is not perfect by any means. I'm just saying with all the issues y'all got, hey, we just need a quarterback. Hang on a second. At, did at your last did, wasn't your last owner forced to sell because of workplace harassment things and some certain <laughs> former owner, language? former like, owner, not current owner, uh, not yeah, the current owner that's currently said. running the team oh, and not yeah. selling it and giving all his money to if the University any, of Michigan for some reason. If anybody should be sympathetic to our cause, it should. Be you. I'm, I'm oh, so, oh I'm, I'm not so saying I'm not sympathetic. Sad. Did I ever say I wasn't sympathetic? I'm just happy it's not my current situation. Hmm. Well, you guys, uh, I mean, you have the sixth pick on this weak yeah. quarterback draft here. Well, so. you're now like the worst division in football because you know Tom Brady retired. That's gonna be such. That's gonna be. So oh, I know. Oh no, we're fire. we're the we're the new we're the new NFC East baby. No, oh, I don't so know about that. Fun. Oh, hold I, on. Yeah, we're, we're easily, I think a commander has something to say about that, okay? South this year, please. I need the dumpster <laughs> fire bowl. I need the dumpster <laughs> fire series for half Just the year. bottoms of the barrel of the entire league playing each other. I will other. tune in. I will tune in weekly to bet the unders, <laughs> to, to bet the overs on interceptions. I mean, it will just be a raging dumpster fire. The best, the best part, too, is speaking of dumpster fires and speaking of this Sean Watson – I'm pretty sure the two teams that are like the most interested in him currently are my beloved Panthers and the Buccaneers. <laughs> oh, so that's really fun. <laughs> oh, there it is. I mean, just add kerosene to the fire. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun year next year. <laughs> yeah, fun is fun is a is a is an interesting word for it. But anyway, but, on yeah. all that, let's move on to the 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 lighter news. Let's let's look forward to the Super Bowl, guys. Super let's talk Bowl. about it. Let's go. We got Bengals facing the Rams in LA in SoFi. So you know that means nothing. You know how you, if no, it doesn't mean the anything, championship but... game showed you anything. It's that the they their fans uh, don't really show up. <laughs> That's true. How? Oh my gosh! Could you imagine if that stadium is full of Bengals fans somehow from across the country? I mean, well, first off, you're in California, so you have to imagine that there's at least probably a couple exports from Ohio. Oh, yeah, there's, I, I mean, there's plenty of transplants. It's a, it's a yeah. dump. It's a dump. Yeah. So, I mean, why wouldn't you go to California? Wait, Ohio is a dump or California is a dump? Oh, Ohio is a dump. Ohio both for their own reasons. <laughs> right? I would not dare compare the two. I mean, that's. I mean, you could complain about California, but uh, Ohio is is is, is, a, is a it's a bottom it's a bottom bottom ten state. For sure. <laughs> I feel like we've had this discussion. I feel like we've had this I discussion. Know, I didn't know we had Ben coming on the show today. Oh, no. Ohio's a, Ohio's a bottom 10 state. Spoken <laughs> like a true Michigan boy. I love it. Uh, it's, it's the truth, though. I mean, it's just... Uh, what, what is... Okay, it has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It has the Football <laughs> okay, Hall of Fame. Okay. You name me anything else good that's in Ohio. The Bengals, uh, if they win the Super Bowl, right? Nope, but... <laughs> I just, just want to talk Super oh, Bowl. Other than Joe Burrow. Other than Joe Burrow. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Joe Burrow's Joe pretty Burr. good. Right yeah. But uh, I mean, speaking of that, yo, what do I mean? What what are our what are our predictions here? Well, can we first talk about how? Crazy, I mean, are we are we? How, I, how I should say, what is. are your predictions and who are you rooting for? Because I here's where I'm having a problem. I'm actually having a I'm having a tough time with either. Um, well, okay, I should say who I think is going to win. I think the Rams are going to win. Um, not only because I mean they're just stacked. I think it's really going to come down to the Rams behemoth of a d line versus the Bengals, just abysmal o line shriveled up uh whatever you want to call that that they try to protect burrow with exactly like i mean you you saw how many plays burrow had to force because he's getting run out of that pocket i mean insanity i mean it was it looked like patrick mahomes against the bucks for a minute there like it was it was a it was pretty wild so 
I just I think that I think the Rams are the Rams D line is going to eat that O line alive. But where I'm having an issue is who do I root for? Because I love you know Bengals are the uh, closest to me. I mean it's kind of it's kind of the local team if you will, even though since he's like an hour and a half away, uh, but it is the closest. And Joe Burrow is great. I think he's a national treasure. He's awesome. I think I think he's a, a he's a fun guy to watch on and off the field. Um, but then he's a good Cuddy fan and huge kid Cuddy fan. <laughs> I mean the the list goes on and on for just pros for Joe more. Burrow. What'd you say? I said, why wouldn't you root for him at that point? Yeah, exactly. That's why. Why wouldn't you root for him? But then on the other side of that coin, I have a hard time not rooting for Matt Stafford. The man finally got out of the black hole that is the Detroit Lions football and is on his way to the Super Bowl in his first year. And he's just a great guy. Like I have, I have a hard time not rooting for Matt Stafford. On top of that. All right. So I who think... are you rooting for? And that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I still, I'm still kind of on the fence at this point. Uh, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I, root, Oak and Joe. I they are the one. They're the hottest team in the NFL right now. That's true. Uh, true. Two, they are like the best Cinderella Super Bowl story we've had since like the since probably the 2000 was 2008 Giants. Oh, throw where it they up. were just they were not. <laughs> yeah, Neil's gonna get sick to his stomach because some because some teams in the <laughs> NFC East can win a Super Bowl in the last thirty years. Ouch. Um, Only one. No, hey, two, two of them. Two of, two of them. them. Two of them. Sorry. Oh man, look at that! Yeah. Look at that! Half, half the, the old league. Ri- <laughs> the old rivals can agree on something, and that's not winning championships <laughs> in the 21st century. Anyway, the old rivals can agree on living in the 90s. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but boy, did you beat up the Bills in the 90s! Give yourself <laughs> a pat on the back. The whole NFC East did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But. No, I think the Bengals are the best Cinderella story the NFL's had since the, that 08 Giants team where, like, that Giants team shouldn't have been there. That Giants team should not have beaten all the teams they beat. But they did, and then they went to the Super Bowl, and they beat a juggernaut. I, um, I agree. Bengals, the Bengals are, like, the same prototype. They should not be in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. Well, the, Bengals, yeah well, the, the Bengals, they had bad I thought they. I thought they had a bad matchup against Tennessee, but they overcame. I think they got – I think Burrow got sacked, like, Nine times, tied a record. Nine times, nine yeah. times, and they won. Yeah. Um, if you would have told me after them going down as deep as they were against against uh, Kansas City that they were going to win, I would have called you absolutely out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they they've overcome that. The end of the year, they were they were consistently playing above, despite being at a disadvantage. I think on the defensive side and on the offensive line. Um, That's what... I just think they have a lot of momentum riding into this game and. I'm really rooting for him. I still, am, I'm still having a hard time th- for my final prediction. But I, the Rams have every advantage on paper. But the Rams, here's where they make me nervous. The last, let's see, playoffs. Yeah, we'll say playoffs and the last couple regular season games. They just, they get a lead. They get a lead. They feel like they get momentum, and then they just kind of like, all right, we're good. Oh, all right, we'll just, uh, we'll just wait it out. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad. That's not a bad point. In. They creep on in like the 49ers came back last last week of the regular season. Came back and beat them in overtime. I mean, every single game, even in the postseason, it seems like teams creep up on them. Like they were handling the Buccaneers for most of that game, and then yeah, and Brady the almost pulled a Brady. Yeah, the well, that's, 49ers, yeah, that's the 
That's, I mean, that's a good point because, I mean, if, and if the Kansas City game proved anything, it's that the Bengals don't They, they don't, don't roll quit, over. Man. Yeah, they, they don't roll over. Don't so, roll over. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, if, they, if the Rams put the hurt on them in the first half, this, that, that's still a lot of football left that, if, exactly. if that's the case. So, exactly. yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think in my heart of hearts, I feel like I am rooting for the Bengals. But, like, I also just – I just want a good game. Uh, in, in, like, I, I'm there's no one that I'm actively rooting against in this game. I just want a good oh, game. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Like, I think I, I, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to I'd be hard pressed to be rooting against the other team. I mean, they're just I mean, it's a fun story either way. I mean, yeah, either L.A. actually wins a championship in football for a first time in a long time, and with Matt maybe, Stafford, with Matt Stafford, who has been liberated from the Lions, and we can fi- and I can finally stop hearing the stupidity from some Detroit fans of saying. Well, you know, Matthew, you know, the Lions were bad, but Matthew Stafford just, he just wasn't cutting it when he's the best franchise quarterback they've had since the fifties. Like, <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. It was Matthew. St- it was Matthew Stafford really was the problem in Detroit. No, he, no, he wasn't. No. Just like two is the problem in Miami, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Two is, two is the <laughs> issue. It's, it's nothing to do with having, you know, the second worst to worst offensive line in the league, depending on who you trust for your rankings. No, nothing to do with that. Nothing to Definitely do with that. We don't have a running back. Nothing be. to do with the fact that uh, the defense didn't show up until the uh, second half of the year. So nothing to do with any of those things. No, it's all on Tua. It's Tua's. It's Tua's fault that that Stephen Ross is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I, like I agree with you. I just think it's it's hard to root against either team. But I think in my heart of hearts, I'm rooting for the Bengals. But I I just kind of like feel in, in my gut that the Rams are going to win. Neil, did you did you give your predictions? No, not yet. So what I was going to say is I think uh, varsity was bringing up a really good point where the the Rams on paper are better in almost every category. And somehow, like, the Bengals really should not be here. Their defense is not that great. Their uh, offensive line is atrocious. But what's the biggest factor remaining is Joe Burr, right? <laughs> Joe and their and their wide receiver core, I would their say. Their wide receiver core is great. I mean, they've and got Joe a nice Mixon running back, show, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon showed up as of late like joe mixon was true kinda had a quiet year and then all of a sudden the playoffs were like oh joe mixon huh, and, and i great. will say he that does exist as as not great as the defense is supposed to be on paper and everything i mean they in the second half of the chiefs game they did enough to to put it back in there so it's hard to root it but i still think i'm going with rams i'm rooting for the rams and i'm i'm predicting the rams are going to win actually love it mm-hmm. i do think though i think this is going to be a game where it's like neither team i it's not gonna be a, a shootout but it's not gonna be like i think i think both teams are gonna score around 20 to 26 ish points and it's gonna be right around there i'm here is for neil it you'll take is neil taking me over is that what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah it's gonna be interesting but i like you guys said i just want a good game i can't root against like i love joe burrow it's fun they're having a great time and um uh, I don't know if you guys heard this stat, but uh, well, I think they were saying it in the Kansas City Chiefs game. The only players to win the national championship and a and the uh, the Super Bowl are Joe Namath and Joe Montana. So if Joe does it, he, it's the Joe, Joe Club at that point. It's the Joe Club. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But no, I think it's gonna be a good one. And um, man, I'm I'm excited to bet on like how long the national anthem's gonna last you know all those weird prop bets you're not a true sportsman until you bet on the color of the gatorade being poured on a the <laughs> you're not a true sportsman that's yes yeah, that's that's, that's really what i want houston hank to bet on is i want i want to see houston hank drop bags on prop bets 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, don't um, worry. As we get as we get closer, you'll start seeing one where like someone will put like a someone will put like two hundred grand on. Oh, it's going to be orange this year. I I, I just know. Like I would. <laughs> no, that's insanity. Especially with the the odds for all the colors are like like I think the lowest I've ever I, Who's the, the lowest favorite, I've ever I'm seen say. it. <laughs> I don't know. Usually, usually the favorite tends to be like whatever the common team color is. So, like the last couple of years, it's been red was the favorite. But like even then, the favorite is like usually like at its lowest, like plus two twenty. Uh-huh. What are the like, hey, Connor? The real question is, what are the odds on the uh, puppy bull right now? Oh, oh those, those. <laughs> I know. Come on, those. Come on, you, you, you should you should know those don't come out until you know a couple days before the game. That, that's right. that requires some real scouting. All right, advance. well, definitely keep me in the loop for that one. You know. Of course, of course. <laughs> All right, well, it looks like uh, Varsity, unfortunately, has to go now, but we love that he was able to talk football with us so far. Um, everybody go follow his Twitter. We'll have it in the description. Varsity, thanks yes, for sir. Coming, man. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry. I will be back on soon. Uh, either Regularly. Break down the – regularly, soon, regularly, as soon as I can – figure out this whole scheduling thing uh <laughs> but if for nothing else to spread the true miami propaganda that the heat are winning the nba finals this year oh, how do i kick how do i kick him from the server again how do i kick him out of this call we'll figure it out tyler um... hero was snubbed tyler hero was snubbed in all-star <laughs> we'll don't worry there'll that. be plenty more of this it'll only, it'll only get more it'll only get more aggressive uh after the trade deadline once the trade deadline hits if that's where the calm period ends, and then we really ramp up. <laughs> oh, this was calm. This was calm. <laughs> this was calm. Yep. Yeah, this was calm. No, this was rational. Okay. All right. The, well, after the trade deadline is when I'll start saying, you know, Tyler Hero is going to be Finals MVP. That's that's when we start. That's Gosh. Really, All right. That's, All right. Now, really now I'm really kicking you out. <laughs> All right. All right see till, you guys. Till next time. See you, man. All right. Great to have him on. Good. Good to hear his voice again. But. uh yeah, that'll probably do it for the NBA, or NBA the NFL segment. Uh, let's go Super Bowl. I'm super excited, man. I think it's gonna be a fun one. Um, I'm too. And, but let's talk NBA, man. NBA things cool are heating up. Things are heating up in the NBA. Yeah, the we got the yeah trade deadline. Sorry, I was about to mention that. Yeah, and what else we got? A week away, All Star game. I mean, things are coming together, man. Um, well, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk All Star Game first. <laughs> let's 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 talk All Star Game. So that the reserve. So do you want to do you want to save your rant now or for later about Andrew Wiggins being a starter, bro? <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Wiggins got voted in as a starter, and apparently I was I was flabbergasted. There's your vocabulary word for the day. I was flabbergasted when I saw that. I could not believe it. Um, listen, I think he's having a great year personally. Like, for himself, he's having a great year. Do I think he should mm-hmm. be an all-star? Hell no. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. But not I only mean, an all-star, he's he, an all-star starter? What? I don't get it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, when you look at the when you look at the reserve pool, I mean, right there at the top, you have Devin Booker and Luca, who, based on their stats alone, should easily be starters. Devin, like, Devin Booker, I might add, has the best team in the league. Also that, also that, yeah, and yeah, best team in the league, and him and Chris Paul are reserves. Like, what yeah. is this propaganda? We've got Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins. Which granted, Golden State is having a great year. Don't get great me year. wrong. Steph Curry should be a starter, yes. but like, you're not going to have one Suns player <laughs> as a starter too. And apparently, the, the, the reasoning I found out was because of uh, Andrew Wiggins has some 
weird relationship with uh, not weird. I don't know. Maybe they're friends or whatever with uh, one with one of the guys from BTS. And so they got all their fans, a oh, lot of the yeah. BTS fans, to vote in for Andrew Wiggins. Doesn't which, Andrew Wiggins also have ties through a Chinese shoe dealer or something like that? I, very possible. I, I, I think, I think I there was something about, about that. that too. Like, I think he has some Chinese shoe deal. So like, there was a bunch of Chinese fans voting for him as well. But yeah. uh, yes, I did see the whole thing about the member of BTS for some yep. reason is like the biggest Wiggins fan. <laughs> Whatever it was, is it, they got Andrew Wiggins in as a starter, which... Wow, good on them, I guess. If they if they love the guy, I mean, honestly, this just opens the door for more campaigning, and I kind of like it. <laughs> I I'm kind of surprised. Like, this isn't as atrocious as like say if like remember we've talked about Zaza Pachulia. I was just gonna like, say the Zaza it, votes. It, yeah. It's not as atrocious as say if Zaza won, but I think this is like the not the first, but it's it, in recent memory, it's like the only one that really like shocked me to get into yeah. All Star. Ever since they changed no, the I, rule, I feel like to to let. Yeah, I I, com- I completely agree because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so not the, and Andrew Wiggins has actually been having like a better year, yeah. I would say, than in like in recent. If I'm not wrong, yeah, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm that, but I mean, he's I feel like, like he's a good been, year on a good team. That's what I think also helped out. I mean, true, but um, like he was putting up numbers in Timber in Minnesota, but what does that matter? Right? Yes, well, I just meant like since since he. I mean, he did put up numbers in Minnesota. Then he kind of—I feel like he had a, a pretty big slump, and then he uh, got traded to the Warriors or signed with the Warriors, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it was traded because it looks like he's in the middle of season. And then he like really wasn't doing anything. But um, eh, no, never mind. <laughs> he's having—he's having just an average year for Andrew Wiggins. I mean, his like best it. year was what his best year was uh, 2016, 2017 with. Uh, the Wolves, where he put up uh, 23.6, 2.2. No, sorry, 23.6, uh, 2.3, and 4. So, I mean, and now he's putting up 18.2, 1.9, 1.5. Like, or no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong numbers. 18.2, 2.1, and 4.3. My bad. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, he's, he's just having like an average year for Andrew Wiggins. It's not anything much better. I just and- think, I feel like we're hearing about him more for some reason. Besides... Besides the All Star, I just uh, I just can't believe he made it. But here we are. He made it. Let's uh, let's go through the uh, starters first. Um, the West we have Steph Curry, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Ja Morant as a starter. I love that, bro. Hey, He's been going off this season. Um, I do Grizzlies too. have been great. Like it's been fun to watch the the uh, the Grizzlies right now. They're number three in the league. Uh, in the league in the Western Conference. The West, yeah. Man, he well well yeah, deserved man. there. Yep, I agree. I mean, it, interesting because, like, well, I know the Jazz have been dealing with a ton with, like, injuries and COVID and everything else. So, like, I feel like that's where the Jazz have dropped to number four. I feel like if the Jazz were at full strength, Grizzlies would not be at number three. But I think it would be a, a tight race. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to say that. I uh, saw a Bleacher Report thing today that was saying, apparently, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, who, uh, spoiler alert, also made the All-Star Reserves, um, they are um, back to getting under each other's skin and not really happy with each other right now. Oh, I did not see that. Said. That's fun. Yay, fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Rudy seems like a tough guy to play with, to be honest. He can't, he seems like he could be, yeah. But uh, the East yeah. starters, let's talk about that. The uh, the captain's obviously Kevin Durant. Uh, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, and Trey Young, who – 
can I say he's quietly having a fantastic season? Is it quiet? Yeah, he's had a quiet year. Is it quiet? Like, but he's averaging 27-9-3. and three. Like, he's a, That's he what just, I mean, like, yeah. He just beat the Suns the other night, dropping like 43. Like, he's having a really good year, and it's kind but of – But no one's talking know, about it. Right, it's kind of quiet. I don't know. I mean, the Hawks aren't doing fantastic. Maybe, right it's, just, maybe it's just fueling the, the villain narrative for him. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I mean – yeah, the Hawks are one game below 500 at the 10th seed right now, so maybe that's that's yeah. definitely a factor in that. But he's having a great year, so I would maybe. also like to say, hey, good good on uh good on the 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 All Star picks though for grabbing two players from the Bulls that are having great seasons. Demar Rosen and Zach Levine. I mean, yeah. yo, the team is just fun right now, honestly. Yeah, Demar Rosen, uh, the starter there, that's awesome. Um, well, let's let's get into the reserves then. Uh, the East we have. Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, which is an interesting pick, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a second. Uh, James Please. Harden, Zach Levine, like you mentioned, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Fleet. Van, v- Van Vliet. Um, Van Vliet. Van Vliet. He, now, there, I, there are some interesting picks here. Now, I think – let's talk about Garland. He's having a great year. Yep. I think the, the Cavs definitely deserve an all-star because they've been playing great. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, Jared Allen might have got snubbed here over his teammate. I would agree. I I would say if anyone from Cleveland should have gone in, it should have been uh, Jared Allen. I wonder. Well, no, because they don't even have a they don't have a a center in the reserves at all. Right That's... for the so yeah, I would agree. I think he got completely snubbed because you've got plenty of guards. Like why why would you give it you to plenty of guards and. Jared, Darius Garland. Jared Allen's having a great season, another good yeah. one, and he's the anchor to that defense, which I think is first or second in the East right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I think, yeah. Just... It's a uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I believe you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking up uh, stats as we go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he's having, let's see, 16 points a game, uh, 1.4 blocks, uh, almost two assists, and almost 11 rebounds. I mean – yeah, he's been great this year, and uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't hate the Gar- Garland. He's been playing amazing too, especially ever yeah. since um, what's his face, uh, what's his Colin Sexton went out. Um, yeah, but I wonder if it's just because, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if that's part of his, like, you know, he's his name because he's, I mean, he's almost averaging like twenty points and like a little over eight assists. So I mean, he's obviously, uh, he he is uh having the offense, like, you know, he's making the offense flow. Uh-huh. If he's if he's dishing out eight assists a game, but I I just think Jared Allen deserves it more personally. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. Um, but yeah, Garland's there. Um, the other ones that I have an in, I'm intrigued is Chris Middleton. I I was fine with at first, but then I was reading an article and uh, they kind of brought up some good points that his teammate Drew Holiday might. Uh, you could make an argument that he's been doing better. Chris Middleton kind of having an average year for himself, which is fine. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Holiday's, uh, especially on the defensive side, which is their main, the article's main point there is like defensively, he's been the sort of, I guess, <laughs> anchor's not the right word, the the spearhead for that defense. Yeah. Um, which is interesting that we talk about Jared Allen and Drew Holiday, both defensively more more defensively minded players that kind of got a little snubs a strong could be a strong word. I feel like they they just missed them, I guess. Um, but. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel. Maybe Drew Holiday there, and I definitely think Jared Allen. But the rest of them, I think, well-deserved. I think, yeah, I'm fine with the rest of them. Definitely. I mean, I was looking at um, 
like Rudy Gobert, for example, I was like, I mean, Rudy's not having like an amazing season, but the bro, uh, well, he's, I, I was he's talking averaging about just... 15 rebounds a game. Right, and I was just talking about the East so far. We haven't. Even oh talked, yeah, sorry, haven't... my bad. <laughs> but let's get. Into I thought the... we were just. I thought we were just encompassing all of them together. No, but... let's get into the West real quick. So they have Devin Booker as a reserve, like we already mentioned, yep. and Luca, uh, Rudy yep. Gobert, like you mentioned, Draymond Green, which I think we'll. Talk that one's about. an interesting one. That too. is an interesting one. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns, which is. I mean, you have to, as bad as his team is doing, like you have to have him. He's been having a great year. He um, has been having a good year. Now I think, um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Draymond Green. Um, he, it's it's definitely a reputation thing, right? <laughs> like Draymond. Not that I'm saying he's having a bad season. I think he's having a, a great season when he's when he's not injured. Um, but well, that's the like, thing though is he's missed so much time. Like he does, he has barely played. I feel like he missed Hold time, on. and like I said, it's more of a reputation. It's not really what he does as far as the stat sheet goes, even though. I mean, stats besides his points per game, seven points, yeah. seven assists, seven rebounds. Like that, that's an awesome stat line for, for him. Um, and he's only played thirty four games this season. Yeah, that's my that's my big thing. He's kind of been injured, and he kind of got in on his reputation a little bit. And obviously, he's the defensive anchor there, and he's he's great. Right. He, the offense moves a little bit more fluid when he's there too, and so I I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but always always an interesting argument for Draymond Green getting into the All Star game. Um, yeah i just feel like there's there's got to be other candidates that are more deserving especially here's my thing is like it seems like the west for whatever reason was put together with a lot more like team balance where it's like okay you've got uh you know the starters is always going to be like two guards two forwards and a center right they're like uh, that's kind of what they have to do and then the reserves are kind of like whatever but this is like okay you've got uh two guards slash forward with luca a center another forward a guard a guard and a center slash forward with cat uh, and then the east is literally just like forward guard 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 slash forward forward guard <laughs> forward guard like what like why is the west so well-rounded when like mm-hmm. y- you could have taken draymond out and put another guard or someone else in there that was more deserving i think yeah i think draymond now here's the thing i think i think the jazz having two is also a little interesting but then who do you I would agree. out between the two that's a tough one you know? yeah uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's, it's it's a it's an interesting point, but yeah, yeah. maybe Gobert, but he is having a, a good season. Like, I think without taking besides maybe Draymond, maybe Gobert, I guess. Um, I think uh, I think who got snubbed out of the West. I think uh, maybe someone like a Dejounte Murray, where his team isn't doing fantastic, but he's having a great year, sort of a bright year almost. Um, I think he sort of against a snub. Snub implies that he should have gotten in and he didn't, you know. But I, I think right. he just I, I'm not saying any he should have, but I feel like he could have. Uh, he could. There's potential he could have made it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think there's always the case for Damian Lillard getting snubbed. I mean, I think Damian Lillard is one of the most overlooked players in the league, and I'll die on that hill. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's he's averaging 24, four and seven, yeah. and he didn't make it when. Like it's just because his his team is what like tenth right now I think uh yeah they're sitting at ten and just because the Jazz are number four Donovan Mitchell made it and even though I'm a Jazz fan and Donovan Mitchell he's having a slightly better better year but like um in terms of of just pure stat lines I mean take take Draymond out just because just because his his reputation his team is number two take yeah. Draymond out put Dame in dude Dame deserves it Dame yeah. Dame like again he's on his team is tenth and he's still putting up those numbers. Yeah, I think uh, like you said, he's kind of always always there as far as the the snubs go. Now I for I forgot to mention this while we we're talking about the East there. 
um, LaMelo Ball or Miles Bridges there. I think you could get an argument them being over 500 as a team and those two players having a really yeah. good year. I think yeah. those, you could make an argument there. That's true. Um, That's true. But yeah, I think, yeah, I, I do want to say, I don't think really sn- there, nobody was maybe snubbed this year. Like that snub, I feel there like wasn't any, I feel like there wasn't any clear snubs. If right. You will. Snub. I feel like it's getting just tossed around as anybody who didn't make it, but yeah, they really, didn't make it, but the fans feel like they should have. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's really like somebody who probably should have made it and didn't make it, um, yep. like needed to make it, but no, the all-star game though. Let's talk, let's talk jerseys. Right. Okay. Right before we get into that, though, okay. just so we don't get off this topic, sure. since I had to pull up Andrew Wiggins' stats, you know what oh, game we have to play. Okay. <laughs> and I guarantee you don't know any of them. <laughs> I almost guarantee I don't either. Let me take a guess. Let's say, um, F- Flight Twenty Two. Isn't that wasn't that his uh, number? <laughs> yeah. It will. And his like Instagram and stuff is Twenty Two Wiggins, but no, yeah. Flight Twenty Two is not. Uh, all right. Let me see. Um, Twenty Two is not involved in any of his dang, games. I'll okay. Just... I really don't have a guess then. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'll get this one. This one is one of those like it's it's a dumb kind of pedantic. Like it's it's A-Wigs? his name essentially. A wigs. Just wigs, yeah, wigs. Oh, just I'll wigs. just give you that one. Okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll give you that one because it's kind of pedantic and dumb. Yeah, like I still I still hate the fact that that Steph Curry's because his full name is Stephen. Steph, Steph is on there as a nickname. It's like, yeah. dude, it's just his name. But yeah, like Wig Wiggins Wigs is just a variation of his name. Shut oh. up. Anyway. Um, Mr. Fantastic, which I've never, never heard I've that never one. Heard that the prospect. Uh, that, I feel like that's given to anybody, you know. Who I I don't know. I feel like that's given to a lot of yeah. people. These are the ones where it's interesting though, because I don't really understand the. Uh... Oh wait, okay, okay. I guess you you kind of said part of it, like with Flight Twenty Two. Anyway, Junior Jordan is one of them. Oh. Okay, I kind of hate that, but yeah, okay. I hate it as well. I kind of see where um, it's coming from if it was like his rookie year, you know. Yeah, and then also Maple Jordan. I've heard. I I think I've actually heard that before, and I hate yeah. that one too. I also I hate I hate that there was any kind of Jordan comparisons, um, and <laughs> but yeah, because Jordan. he's from Toronto. Maple Jordan is probably my favorite though, because <laughs> he's just from Toronto. So they were like, uh, you know americans what are you gonna do they're just like what what, what do we associate with canada syrup only thing yeah exactly but yeah, anyway funny. um but yeah jerseys uh first reaction meh they're very meh Both and them. uh current reaction meh <laughs> yeah i think they're fine like if you go through they're blue and red uh the blue it's blue and gray for one of them and then it's red and a lighter red um, with the big NBA logo, big all-star name with a couple stars. And, like, the if you take away the actual, like, logos, like, it's actually like an okay jersey. You know, it's fine. Um, I, I had to laugh because, like, the, the I think the best meme I saw out of it was uh, they were like, yo, these are just the pennies that Coach would hand out in PE. And I was like, that was too real. That's exactly <laughs> what they feel like. They just, oh, no. they just feel like the, the generic pennies that, uh, that you get in PE. And it's it's exactly what, I can't what they see it now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's exactly, exactly yeah. what it is. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I think it's just a modern twist on sort of like the old school NBA, like generic jerseys, you know? Uh-huh. I'm saying that yep. that's what they're going for. Just saying like, it's fine. <laughs> it's That's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 It's whatever. I mean, granted they, you know, 
they didn't go quite as uh, heavy-handed like they did with the year that oh, what year was that? It was the year Gordon Hayward made it on the Jazz and then immediately left to Boston like five years ago. I, I don't know why, but I, those jerseys always stand out in my mind because they were like this weird gray with stars and like it just got real crazy. And then almost immediately after that, they went to like super simple and did like the all black and all white. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? This just went from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. But um, other news about the All-Star Weekend. Did you hear who was uh, uh, doing the dunk contest? I did. I oh, I can't remember it off the top of my so head. I know I, I haven't pulled up um, here. Oh, okay, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I can try to name him off the top of my head if you want. But oh no, you don't have ahead. to. I was just saying, uh, your boy Cole Anthony. Yep. Is in there, which I knew is that interesting. One. He's sort of an undersized, yep. undersized guy you wouldn't really narrow, normally think of. Uh, yep. Jalen Green, which I love, dude. He has so much bounce. I yeah, I do fun. like the Jalen Green pick. Oh, and I actually do remember the other two. It's it's what is it? Obi Toppin on the Knicks, Obi right? Obi Toppin, which is going to be great. I think it's going to come. Yeah, out re- re- a return for him. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he's got a little bit of redemption uh, on his mind with this one. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then uh, 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 was it Juan Toscano Anderson? Right? Yes, sir. I was waiting for you. Yes. Yeah, Juan Toscano Anderson, which an interesting one, almost a dark horse pick there, just because I I would not. You know, you think dunk contest, I would not uh, immediately put him there. But he's got some bounce on him. He, he might surprise a few people, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Interesting. Uh, let's just hope it's a good one, you know? Let's just hope yeah, it's a good I one. agree, man. I mean, dunk contest, I feel like it just gotten worse and worse and worse over the years. and It's very hit or miss, and it's usually a miss. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I mean, it's, it's crazy because then you, the worst part is like, you'll have an amazing one. Like obviously the Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon battle, like will live in infamy forever. Like it's just, it's, it's so hard to top that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone just wants that same elation for like the rest of every other dunk contest. It's like, we're not going to get that. Like it's, just, it's kind of a once in every like five year type of yeah. thing. I remember what uh, I think it was years ago. Dwayne Wade said about people's expectations um when they wanted like lebron to go in the dunk contest, yes. he's like yeah they, they, they expect too. him to go over jump over a plane or whatever and yep. i think that is the expectations are always a little too much i feel like for for the dunk contest. well and i almost feel like that's a little bit on the contestants too just because like bro just do like a solid dunk and throw it down like i mean they just they try to get a little a little too crazy with the props and everything else but can you and, can you can you blame them for the fact that, like, really, if you if they just throw it down, are they really going to get a, that good of a score? Are they going to win that way? Well, okay, I guess what I, what I mean is, like, don't go so over the top that even if you can get it in the hoop, that it doesn't. It's not like a super solid dunk. Like you, I, I just feel like you've got to. Not that they're not practicing and planning these out. I just mean like you just you need to just get enough enough flair in there. But where you can just throw it down and it's a nice solid dunk, that's what everyone wants. Yeah, that's fair. But just just the right amount of flair, like just I think I, that's why I'm still I'm still a little upset about Aaron Gordon losing that one because like, bro, that dude had the most <laughs> in that dunk contest <laughs> and he still lost, and he was throwing them down hard. Yeah. No, that one that one's gonna live in infamy. I think honestly, it's gonna probably be at least a few years before we see anything top that. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's tough. For for a long time, it was the uh, um, the Dwight Howard uh, dunk contest. Like, like what is it like? Uh, yeah, Nate Robinson. It was yeah. like, what was that? Was that like 2011, 2012 or something like that? I think so. 
something yeah. like that. It was around that time. But I mean, bro, those those were the the pinnacle for a while. And then Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine showed up. I feel like there wasn't a great gun dunk contest uh after those. Except for maybe Blake Griffin like one year. That was a fun one. I don't think that one's like as infamous, you know, for sure. I agree. I agree. It was and fun, I, but it wasn't like great. I will still die on the hill that JaVale McGee should have won that one. Yes, I agree. I remember Dunk. you showed me you showed me highlights of that dude, one from him. Dude, Blake Griffin jumped over a car and they've lost their minds. Bro, he jumped over the hood. <laughs> any of, any yeah, of those contestants could have jumped over a hood. Bro, it's, it's because it had the Kia sponsorship. Uh, exactly. That's, That's what I was going to say. It's because it was a Kia. Like, yeah, I mean, if 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 there's one thing we know, I mean, all sports are whores for money. So yeah, I mean, it's just oh, he jumped over our main like one of our main sponsors. You win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, he's also sponsored by them. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, that, that'll that'll do it for the All Star game. I'm I'm mildly excited for it. I mean, it's always kind of a man, whatever you know. Um, it's fun it's probably one i mean it's 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 definitely the best done like all-star selection and production and yeah. everything i mean everyone knows the pro bowl is like Worse, at best. And, yeah and and even the mlb all-star game is eh, it's okay but it's not that interesting but also um... baseball is already boring enough for most people then you add <laughs> you add in the fact that the players don't care great yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, the only fun thing about MLB is the home run contest, right? Like, yeah. Um, I will say about the NBA though, uh, kind of a new new stuff going on. I don't think we mentioned it. The um, the Rising Stars game got a whole a whole uh, uh, redo kind of thing. So yes. I yes. guess there's a bunch a big pool of players. There's going to be four teams. They're going to do a little tournament, and they're even involving four players from the uh, NBA, the G League Ignite team. Which, which I, I thought love. was awesome. Like I think that's yes. really cool. They're kind of showcasing the G League there. Like and those players can ball, man. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. have fun there. So I think that's yeah. awesome. I mean that was, that was there was I think two guys this past draft in the top ten from Ignite. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Green was from Ignite and yeah. um I forget the other one. But uh yeah. Yeah, it, it there it's becoming more and more a thing. Like didn't Zaire Wade, didn't he skip college and just went straight to the G League kind of thing? So yeah yeah it's 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 coming up and i think this is a good good way to uh continue that momentum but the i I forget the format off the top of my head i should have looked it up but the format's kind of weird how they're doing it but i do like that they're involving those players there um and they're not doing just like uh, the world versus the usa kind of was getting weird because the world kept winning and it's like usa USA just like would uh i feel like they just didn't care as much Um, yeah like the i don't know the world kept like it seemed like they were a lot more prideful <laughs> in it yep. you know um, yep. so they kept winning it um so they changed it up and also i don't even know how they changed it up but i know the skills competition is like pretty different this year and apparently the uh Antetokounmpo brothers are thinking about participating as a team there i heard that rumor there oh really that'd be sick yeah, yeah that'd be fun um but yeah, NBA. Uh, that's uh, the All Star game. What's in a week or so? Two weeks? Something like that. Yes, I believe uh, you're correct. We'll have to At least two the, weeks. Yeah, we'll have to do the. Um, they're doing the. It's definitely not. Definitely not next week because that's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. So it's probably the week after. Aren't they doing the draft too? The, the All Star draft. Oh right, right for the, the team captains to pick or whatever. Tenth is the the draft. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, so there's that uh, weekend. The 18th to the 20th is the All-Star weekend, yeah. So. Oh, so it's actually three weeks out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk trade deadline, man. This, like, I, like we mentioned in the, in the start of this uh, section, that is, I believe, a week away. I believe it's next Thursday. If I don't. Yeah. Wait, I'm dumb. I did math wrong. That's two weeks away. You were right the first time. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, yes, and the trade deadline is February 10th, next Wednesday. We already had our uh, uh, a trade today that happened today. Um, the Clippers traded with the Portland Trailblazers. The Clippers were receiving Norman Powell and Robert Covington, and the and Portland is receiving Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second round pick. Uh, the Portland pretty much did it to get under the luxury tax. Um, and now this increases, um, this increases the Clippers luxury tax from, uh, 93 million to 112 million. Jeez. Uh, so pretty interesting there, but I do like it as far as the Clippers go. Like they just turned Eric Bledsoe and Justice Winslow into Norman Powell and Robert Covington, two very capable coming off the bench players. And, and with, uh, Paul George and, uh, Kawhi Leonard being out, like they needed all the depth they can get. But it was kind of yeah. it's kind of funny this team that we already say as long, when those players are healthy are already very deep now I feel like they just got deeper, so mm-hmm. that's uh, I I like the trade for the Clippers there, and if the the, the if the Clip, or the Trailblazers need to get under the luxury tax so be it I guess right uh, yeah exactly well and I see here we've got rumors that the Sixers are interested in trading Ben Simmons to the Kings now finally we're so, getting some. Movement on Ben Simmons again? Yeah, the I guess the Kings are, are thinking about that. Um, I I would be intrigued to see what package comes out of there, because the Kings, I don't know, I don't know. I think they have a lot of pieces they would like to move, maybe, um, sort of a try to retool, not a full rebuild kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what they would involve for Ben Simmons. But also the Kings came out and said they were. Or they didn't came out. And a report came out that said the Kings were interested in a possible De'Aaron Fox for Julius Randle trade, some something involving that. Which I, I hate that for the Knicks. <laughs> it's just it's interesting because I mean Barrett is going off and he play he doesn't he usually play point when he's on the floor, kind of a one two combo I think so, guard. Yeah. 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 So. I think you're I think you're right. But that does I mean Darian Fox, I think they could play together. I mean it, uh, Barrett's been shooting a lot better or actually last year he was shooting better but he's still shooting really well this year and I think if he you know playing without the ball somebody who can move it up and down the court I mean I I don't know Fox is a good player I think his time in Sacramento is limited though so we'll see how that yeah. goes yeah um, yeah that's some of the rumors now it also came out today that apparently the Nets are open to a Harden trade and they're going to be talking to the 76ers uh, about uh, a Harden for Simmons. Now, I guess this is coming full circle now. I really didn't think – I thought the report came out just a few <laughs> weeks ago that the Nets were like, no, we're not doing it. We're not trading Harden until the offseason. But, right. but I think his, his contract is up this year. Maybe that's why they're actually considering it. Uh, it could be. I don't know. It seems so weird for the for Nets, Simmons, though. though? Right, exactly. I'm not even talking about who they're getting. Let's just think about the situation they're in. Uh, lots of injuries are happening. Um, you know, Kyrie's still only available uh, at away games, and they want right. to like just totally switch up the dynamic. Like, yeah, when... that that does seem really, really odd. An odd choice. Switch up the dynamic for Ben Simmons. 
Right. Like that seems weird to me. That that does seem pretty odd. I mean, to be fair, the Nets are sixth in the East, bro. Like I mean, they're they're behind the Cleveland Cavaliers currently. Kevin Durant has been so, out for a minute, and James Harden is in and out of the lineup. No, it's true, but I'm just saying, like at this point, like you, you I mean, you could switch it up. I mean, you're you're <laughs> already on the you're already on the brink of making the play-in tournament or having to make the like having to go to the yeah. play-in tournament. Oh, that's I think you can. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can switch it up. Yeah. So Harden, just so, to clarify, Harden has a player option next year. So. Uh, okay. Well, and I mean, obviously, he's, he's got the connections to to Morley as well. So I I feel like that's what's really coming into play here. But and people have the reports have said that he does not like living in uh, Brooklyn. Apparently. Really? Yeah. I, I Interesting. Saw that, I saw that come out. Um. So maybe this is the right move at this point. Maybe it's because like six nine is his neighbor or something. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Okay. I actually don't, I don't know what. I don't think he's allowed in it. New York again. <laughs> um. But but um. <laughs> sorry. No, so I'm sorry. Now I'm all I'm thinking about is like if six nine is your neighbor, all you hear. <laughs> Like at all hours of the day and night, it's just like and the stivy and the splitty. Just hear that song nonstop. He's but well, he's he's not even playing that song. It's just him. Mm. He's just like <laughs> oh, screaming. it's just him. I see. He's just like screaming that. You like Live, have to knock on the walls. The, Shut the. Fuck. <laughs> living the good old days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I have a question for you. Uh, when if... Gummo was the top of the charts. Oh boy, that was, that was a time. That was a time. Um. Will Ben Simmons be a 76ers come 3.01 p.m. Eastern on February 10th? That's the minute after the trade deadline. I'm going to say... I'm going to say no if they can get, like, a Harden. I'm going to say yes if it's still only, like, interest from the Kings, basically. Interesting. I'm going to say... Uh, I don't think he is going to be on the 76ers because I think his trade value, as weird as it is right now, is only going to go down in the offseason. Ooh, that's a good point. So I feel like his trade the value only, is... The only reason, the reason I, I say the answer I do is because I feel like Morley is so... He's not quite as bad as Danny Ainge, but he is very much about keeping as many assets as possible for as long as possible until he feels like he gets the perfect deal. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, like he always has to either come out on top or even. And so if he's going to come out on bottom, which we know he's not a bottom, uh, then he, he's not going to make that deal. Even if it is like, Oh, but his, his like equity is going to go down a little bit. He's not going to care. Now, uh, uh, it's kind of a weird, you know, holdout too between Maury and Ben Simmons doesn't really want to play, and Maury's holding off for the right package, and he's, as all reports say, he is waiting for the a huge package. <laughs> um, huge but, package, not a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I don't, I, I don't think so because I think his trade value is kind of the highest right now. And if Harden declines his player option, he could just walk. To, to Philly if he really because some of the things that he wants to go play for Maury and if that's right. the truth then he could just walk the like, like just leave and go there 
My thing is, if you hate living in Brooklyn, do you really think you're going to enjoy living in Philly more? <laughs> I don't know. It gets, depends on what he uh, what he's thinking about there. Only the cheesesteaks. He's only thinking about the cheesesteaks. Only cheese steaks. the cheesesteaks. Um, now, uh, another question. Uh, I think a lot of, on people's mind for the trade deadline. The uh-huh. Pacers. Are they blowing it up, man? Are they going to be sellers? Man. I mean, listen, they've been teasing it for too long. I mean, at this point, I'm just blue balled. So I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if trading the big men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, if I even care anymore. <laughs> that's that, wow. Okay. That's, that's an honest answer. I like it. Um, I'll I just fight through the pain. I'll fight through the pain, take a cold shower. I'll get over it. <laughs> I think I, I kind of think the big men are not going to be traded. But I think some of the other guys, um, like a Karis LeVert or maybe some of the other guys they might – or maybe even Brogdon. I'm not oh, sure. you think they hold Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis hostage? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as far as as far as far I've heard, I don't think it's those, those guys that want out. It's it was um, it was just like the team didn't love the fit or whatever. So Right. No, uh, I, know, I know it's not that they wanted out, but I just – I mean, when you hear – like oh it's not working let's just get rid of all these guys i mean it doesn't really bode well for mm-hmm. chemistry between the players in the front office at that point okay all right two more questions uh one are the lakers going to be making a major trade <laughs> hint hint russell westbrook at this trade deadline uh i say no because lebron is out right now i would say no just because i don't think literally it's like a john wall trade or nothing i feel like and yeah it's gonna do that so um now i don't think uh, westbrook's not there but maybe they try to get rid of you know maybe the other contracts like a deandre jordan or ken Bazemore. but i mean those are those are you know low end and trades right there, so right right one more um Jeremy Grant, I think I've heard a lot of news about, you know, for the Pistons. Now, he has been uh, injured, but um, a lot of people have been saying, like, he's having one of the best years, well, the best year he's had in a long time, or ever, sorry. And, uh-huh. um, uh, but people are saying he might be, he might request a trade and stuff. Uh, do you think he's going to stay in Detroit? I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I will say, I think, I think the Detroit, I think Detroit, like, not overvalues him, but I think they want a lot in return. F- fair enough. Yeah. And I don't think people are going to be able, either like a contender is not going to be able to match that, or you know, somebody who's a fringe contender wouldn't be able to. So I kind of right. think he's going to stay on the the Pistons there for now. Yeah, I, I just. I hear Pistons and I immediately tune out. <laughs> you, you black out. You're just like, what? <laughs> Pretty um... much. I start dreaming about anything else. But um, no, I mean, Jeremy Grant, though, is a solid player. So, I, I mean, I guess for his sake, I hope so. But uh, <laughs> do I think it'll happen? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. The uh, trade deadline's coming up and it's always the one of the most fun times in the NBA season. So It I really is. I can't wait for... Uh, I always put... So I don't like uh, notifications from Twitter, but when the trade deadline comes up, I always turn the uh, notifications on for Shams and uh, Woj. And Woj. Yep. 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 I have to. I you have got to. you got to. You got to keep up with it. So uh, let's move on from the NBA. Let's get a quick word in for, for our MLB, the quickest of words. But uh, Gosh, we, Connor, what's we, going on with the MLB right now? 
you never give the MLB enough time as you <laughs> you, you guys design it this way. No, anyway. No, um, no. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, just a quick update. Lockout is still currently going on. Um, it is, it is, uh, not, it's, it's pretty much all but confirmed that the season is going to get delayed. There's no way they get to spring training on time. And then with that, yeah. there's no way that the season starts on time. Um, so pretty much, I mean, to so the MLB, I mean, I, I guess they had a, they had a meeting to try to, you know, I guess, quote, they've had break, multiple meetings, they, but well, recently, re- yes. recently, yeah, to break the deadlock. And uh, apparently right after the meeting, um, they, and, you know, denying everything the MLB PA wanted to do, they came out and asked for a uh, federal mediator and the MLB, P, MLB PA declined it you know i feel like it's because they kind of feel like uh the you know we're already trying to do this and you guys are really already not not arguing in good faith and so they don't really want to like they're like what what's that gonna do yep yeah it's it's a big old mess it is as varsity would like to say it is a tire fire and (laughs) and and a raging roaring one at this point um but yeah it's it's just awful. It's, I, it's just I, a big old mess. I have a question for it. you as a fan. If uh-huh. they have to cancel more than half of the season, do you even want them to play this year? Um, Sure, because it would just feel like a COVID year. You know what I'm saying? Like after <laughs> yeah. after experiencing COVID sports, like it, it, it doesn't matter at this point. It's okay. just sad to see. And Robert Manfred should – I don't know how he still has a job. <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see honestly i just uh, don't get it and at this point just go watch minor league baseball man because it's it, i mean it it is a separate entity and so like teams are still going to operate in the minor leagues with their affiliates because that's is that between, right i didn't know that i didn't i, didn't realize I think that. so i think so because the ml i milb is a uh, and the mlb have an agreement well maybe not because now that i'm saying that i know that like all baseball players were like forbidden essentially from anything baseball operation related while the lockout was going on. Mm-hmm. You know what? Before I hold on now. Okay. Now we got to spend a little bit of time on this. Uh, <laughs> does MILB still operate during lockout? Let's see this. Hey, as we're um, talking today, I just, I'll say this while you're looking that up. Yep. Jared Allen, uh, has a, had a 29.22 rebound night. Wait, who? Jared Allen. Jeez. Yeah. 22 rebounds? 22 rebounds, 29 points. Goodness. Yeah. So maybe he should have been in there. Hmm. Um, let's see. If past history is any indication, if the 2022 MLB season is delayed, by a work stoppage, the minor leagues should roll along largely as normal. That's cool. At least we'll have yeah. something. And, that, and that's from BaseballAmerica.com. Yeah. So pretty uh, pretty strong wow. source there. I got to go find my local uh, uh, minor league team then. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you got all the uh, the spring trainings. Right, but that's going to be out. Right. Who is your closest minor league? Know. I'm trying to think now. I don't know. I know the – I mean, mine is obviously the Louisville Bats. That's the closest one to us because it's – here in louisville um i mean there's a bunch dude i love going to cities and, and realizing there's a minor league team there like we, we went to charleston for christmas and i was like oh the charleston river dogs play here like it was, and <laughs> we and we passed their stadium a couple times it's pretty cool it's like right on the river it's 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 sweet uh, uh oh yeah. i just got the name river dogs that makes sense now <laughs> just kidding just got... 
I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> that's funny. But anyway, um, yeah, that is that is it from the MLB. It's it's a shit show, and go support minor league teams because they're fantastic. It is a shit show, and a uh, little teaser maybe for next episode. Uh, we just don't have time to talk about this one, but uh, we're gonna rant about Barry Bonds probably next one. Right? Clemens a bit, but mostly Maybe Barry Bonds. Clemens, yeah. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for next week. But uh, that's that's gonna do it for this week, guys. We had a long one, but lots to catch up on. Um, please go follow our socials. That's at Two Tight Ends on everything. It'll be in the description. Uh, you can go follow our personal socials. Also, be in the descriptions if you want to do that. Um, as always, please share, like, resub. I mean, uh, re repost about. <laughs> We're not on Twitch yet. Um, but yeah, please We're share. We're not on Twitch yet. <laughs> please, please share if uh, you feel like a friend, a family member might uh, like the show. And let them know. Jeez, um, I'm just rambling on now. But, uh, oh, yes. I almost forgot. Connor, what did we learn today? Well, Neil, if there's anything we've learned, it's that um, something is fundamentally wrong with the NFL ownership group. And uh, I don't know if there's any way to stop it. There probably isn't a way to stop it. They're too big at this point. And too rich. Too rich. Uh, all right, guys. Well, until next week. See ya. Okay.